So we've been talking about um, the disturbing attitudes, you know, under the subject. The basic thing is the cause of suffering here, the second of the noble truths. So we've been really investigating the, the cause of suffering, the disturbing attitudes, and also karma. So um, before we had finished talking about the root disturbing attitudes, and also the auxiliary ones, the secondary ones. Okay? And so then we're on the um, second point where it says order of their development. Okay? So it, so actually, you know, we've had all the disturbing attitudes since beginningless time. So it's not that, you know, one happened and then another and another. But this is, so it's not like that, like they were created, but rather in our daily experience, how they, you know, tend, tend to arise and, and develop, okay? So on the basis of ignorance, which is just the mental dimness, the darkness, the non-comprehension in our mind, then we generate this wrong view of the transitory collection, which, you know, grasps at ourself as this solid, concrete person. Okay, so we use the analogy of like, you know, if there was something coiled and striped in the room and, and the light was dim, okay, so the dim light and not seeing clearly is like ignorance and then thinking that that's a snake is like the wrong view of the transitory collection. In other words, you, you completely misapprehend something and think that something's there that isn't there. So what we're misapprehending is we ha there's a body and a mind, but we apprehend that somewhere in that body and mind there is a solid, permanent, unchanging, independent essence that is me. Yeah. And that gets us into a whole lot of trouble because when we grasp at this really solid I and a solid my, then everything becomes very uh, dualistic between self and other. You know, we start distinguishing really sharply between me, who is this solid personality, and everybody else who are also solid personalities. And then there comes, like, a lot of attachment to that self. Yeah, because it's so solid and it's so real and it's different from everybody else's. So there, there becomes just a lot of attachment to the self. And then the attachment starts manifesting to other things, too, because that self wants to be happy. So, you know, we need skis, and we need a VCR, and we need takeout Chinese food, and we need a new car, and, you know, we need so many things. Yeah, so attachment, attachment, you know, almost like trying, like we feel there's an empty hole inside of ourselves, and we're trying to feed it. So not just in needing material things. We need praise. We need affirmation. We need people to tell us, you know, what to do. People to tell us we're good. We need people to spread our good reputation. We need, you know, yeah. And so no matter how much of that we get, we never really feel satisfied and fulfilled. Keeps feeling like, you know, it's like a garbage disposal. Everything keeps going down, you know. And so we keep clinging to more and more and more things in, in the hope to plug it up and it doesn't work. 
<laughs> in one way, I mean, you can see how the, the mind stream of a hungry ghost develops. Yeah, the, the hungry ghost mentality is the same as consumer mentality. Yeah. The, the difference is that a hungry ghost meets constant frustration in their attempt to get what they want. But there's definitely, you know, this continual wanting, wanting, wanting. Yeah. Real consumer-oriented. Yeah, kind of how they flow one into the other. So from the ignorance that doesn't see clearly, then we grasp at a solid existent self. That enhances the duality between self and others. So then we need to please this self and make it happy. So we get a lot of attachment. Okay? From the attachment, what grows is um, anger and fear. Okay? The Tibetans don't list fear, but you can see real clearly in your own experience how fear comes from attachment. Because when there's a lot of attachment, then you fear not getting what you want or you fear losing what you have. Yeah? And also, our anger, our irritation, our hatred grows out of our attachment because the more we're attached to something, then again, when we don't get it, you know, or when we lose it, we get angry. What do you mean by hope? Okay, hope. There's different kinds of hope. There's a positive hope and a negative one. Okay, the negative hope, I think, is basically part of attachment because it's that mind that's wanting. Yeah? Yeah? That hoping mind, you know. I, I hope tomorrow it'll be sunny. Actually, what I hope has nothing to do with how tomorrow is. Yeah? But my hoping is getting my mind completely fixated in what I want. And so tomorrow when it snows, you know, forget it. I'm going to be miserable. Okay? Okay, so from the attachment, then there comes anger. There comes fear. And then there also comes pride. This, this real sense of I am, this real, it's, you know, overinflation of the self. Uh-huh. Um, I think because the, the mind gets really hard and tough when it's angry. So this, the, I, the sense of self gets harder. And you know when we're angry how we are angry and we are right? And when we're right, don't tell me what to do. Yeah? So there's this real inflated view of the self at that point. Yeah? So that stubbornness is definitely a form of pride. And then after that, we get all the other ones. Okay? All the, all the different kinds of wrong views. Because when we're proud, nobody can tell us anything, so then our mind starts conceptualizing all the myriad of deluded views and then we get doubt because that all makes us doubt everything. 